Okay, it's it. It's not like I'm not saying what didn't happen happened, but like if a nigga's on your neck, you you can't. If you can't breathe, you can't say you can't breathe because the pressure on your neck is so substantial, so substantial that you can't breathe. Have have uh, we've all been choked by our cousins, our brothers, sisters? We've all been choked or have a pillow stuffed over our faces where we couldn't breathe and we couldn't speak all we could do was lip that we couldn't we couldn't get the air out how the fuck is this nigga tay having a conversation get out my face man to breathe to get some air to your lungs because this peckerwood has his goddamn knee in your neck and your last conversation is with a nigga on the sidelines telling you how you can't win how you should have listened. A nigga, mind you, who ain't providing you no aid and assistance, ain't thinking about jumping in, who's literally watching you die. This is your last conversation. A nigga on the sidelines telling you how you can't win, how you should have listened, and then you die. That's your last conversation, and then you die. That nigga on the sidelines, he's cut from the same cloth that Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, and Clarence Thomas guaranteed. That's why as warriors should have never been put on this planet with these cowards. Peace, family. Warrior mode, globalist agenda, world takeover, the committee of 300. Look it up. So first thing we must understand is that it's not one person, one group, or one organization that's trying to push for world dominance. It's a bunch of groups. Look it up. Royal Institute for International Affairs, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilaterals, Bilderbergs, Freemasons, Zionists, they all make up the Committee of 300. Look it up. They came up with a plot back in the 1960s to dummy down individuals and society as much as possible because they knew that individuals and society would excel technologically. And if this happened, then they would not be able to control the earth. Look it up. Their belief is that the world would be in chaos if not ruled by a one world government. After their meeting in the 1960s, two books came out, one by Brzezinski called The Technotronic Era. The same Brzezinski that said Europeans have to do everything in their power to keep black Africans, black Brazilians, and black African Americans separated at all costs. Look it up. The second book was by Aurelio Pecci called The Chasm Ahead. Look it up. But right now it's believed that there's one missing piece to the puzzle to make this all come together like butt cheeks. Yeah, they say for this to work, for this to happen, for this one world government to take place, they got to get this piece of the puzzle. Know what it is? They got to get Russia on board with them. Hasn't happened yet. Look it up. So peace, prosperity, salutation, <laughs> Lisa Belk Lewis, powerful four, awesome. So this message this morning is for the unconscious and the conscious black community. I mean, it's like black people are in hell. They're screaming, but they can't seem to make the correlation between their screams and what's actually making them scream. Yeah, they're blaming the walls. They're blaming the floor. They're blaming the person standing next to them who won't piss on them to put the fire out. But they ain't directly blaming the fire as the source of their pain, which is making them scream. So Biden comes out and says, you don't vote for him, you ain't black. Unconscious black people respond back and say they got to get Trump out by any means necessary. Therefore, they'll vote for Biden. Conscious black people say, no tangibles, no vote. 
Lest I remind you, we've never gotten tangibles. So Biden lets you know his tangibles. He ain't giving up nothing. And because Biden knows that black people are still white worshipers, he even tried a veiled threat saying, you ain't black if you don't vote for him. Trump ain't giving up nothing either. As a matter of fact, during this pandemic, billionaires in this country have made over 400 and some billion dollars. That lets you know where the tangibles from his administration went. But why is black people, <laughs> are we still talking about voting and not building? Facts, the billions that the Asians make off the hair and nail industry per year, they take that money, go build more hair and nail salons around the country and hire their people for employment purposes. That didn't take a vote. Facts, the bullshit ass grocery stores that the Arabs have in the black community, they take the money that they make from the black community, go build more bullshit ass Arab grocery stores in other black communities and then hire their cousins, their nieces, their nephews to work in them. That didn't take no vote. Bottom line, black people always looking for the easy way out. And if history is any indication, the white man ain't going to save your black ass. As a matter of fact, it ain't even in his DNA to save you. So let's take a quick look at historical perspective. Let's start with the East Indians. The East Indians, Mahatma Gandhi, you know, the one that MLK got his nonviolence philosophy from. Mahatma Gandhi, in his society, they looked at black people as less than dogs. Yeah, I know, hard pill to swallow, right? Just look it up. If you look at the Asians, there's <laughs> actually right. dark-skinned black Chinese with Afros over in China. They hide them out in mountainous regions and consider them outcasts. Don't take my word for it, just look it up. That's right. If you take a look at the Arab slave trade, in many cases, the Arab slave trade was much more brutal and atrocious to African people than the European slave trade. In all cases, you yeah, see, the Arabs fully believed in the castration of enslaved black men. That's Why? Right. Because the Arabs didn't want the enslaved black men sleeping with the enslaved black women. So they would castrate the majority of the enslaved black men. Unfortunately, only 10% of enslaved black men actually survived these castrations. Don't take my word for it. Just, just look it up. Also, more importantly, the Arabs actually taught the Europeans how to enslave melanated people and even sold enslaved Africans to Europeans along their routes. Look it up. All of these groups I just mentioned, well, they have businesses currently in black communities all around this country. The Arabs and the Europeans both still have slave systems in place today. Yeah, right now, presently, June 3rd, 2020. Look it up. Yes, the Arabs are still enslaving Africans right now. Over in Dubai, over in Saudi Arabia, and the Europeans are now enslaving black people via the prison industrial complex globally. Look it up. Oh, did I fail to mention all of these groups have businesses in the black community right now, from gas stations to grocery stores to nail salons to other? So when Dr. John Henry Clark says we have no friends, you need to take a look at your enemy. Hell, I didn't even get to the fake Jews or the Hispanic gangs. These prosperity salutations. So it looks like we're moving into another red summer. If you don't know what that is, check out the year 1919. Just look that up. So Cypher, on this metaphor, you're playing chess with an opponent. You got two moves. You can clearly see him to put him in checkmate. He sees it as well. 
It's your move. You're looking at the board. As you're looking at the board, the opponent says, ah, I'm going to go run to the fridge and get me a bottle of water. He jumps up, knee hits the chessboard and flips the board and all the pieces fly everywhere. Damn it, he says. Man, didn't mean to do that. Damn, I'm clumsy. You have a photographic memory. You say, wait, let's put the board back together. I know where all the pieces were. He says, nah, we ain't doing that. We just got to start from the beginning. I mean, my bad, but we ain't going with you know where all the pieces were. So you might be thinking, well, damn, what do you mean? Where are you going with this metaphor? The point is this, is that as black people, we're in war. We've been in war. In war, your enemy is willing to do whatever it takes to win, even if it means flipping the goddamn chessboard when they think they're going to lose and knocking all the pieces everywhere. As black people, we've won every moral argument that there is, but we forget to understand that our enemy doesn't work from the framework of moral arguments. Our enemy works from the framework of social control, economic control, and physical control. So if that means lying to you via their corporate-run CIA-infiltrated media outlets, they will do it. If that means controlling all the economics so that you have no potential to build, they will do it. If that means sending police into your communities to occupy those communities to keep you insulated, they will do it. If that means building prisons and putting laws in place that directly and only affect you as black people, they will do it. So your moral arguments where your enemy is concerned, that shit falls on deaf ears. Your accountability measures on me talking about photoshopped pictures, that shit falls on deaf ears. Facts, if you're not willing to do everything that your enemy is willing to do and more in order to win, then stay with your moral arguments and continue losing then. So let's take a quick look at That's historical right. perspective. So check this out, family, real quick. So I've been getting inboxes and video footage of the slave patrol tearing stuff up, tearing their own vehicles up. Got one with them taking a blowtorch, trying to break into a jewelry store. People is like, look, the cops, they doing this. You got other white people out here that's tearing stuff up. Black people are trying to tell them to stop because it's going to be blamed on us. Lest I remind you of something. White people don't need an excuse to kill us. The majority of black men lynched in this country was due to white women who had lied on them by saying that there was some form of rape or sexual fornication. And guess what? White men knew that these white women were lying. They simply ran with the story because they wanted to kill us anyway. You think that white men didn't know that Brad, Tom, Dave, and Steve were running through Karen on a daily basis? Prime example, Black Wall Street had a damn bomb dropped on it and was burned down to the ground due to the false allegations of a white woman on a black man. But when you take a more in-depth look, you come to the realization that, wait, Black Wall Street, less than 60 years out of the worst slave system in the world, and our ancestors were able to build a mecca of that magnitude. You think white folks wasn't jealous? You think white folks wasn't angry? You think white men weren't mad? So when Karen comes with the false sexual allegations against the black man, well, that's all it took. Let's go burn it down, bomb it. And so now in 2020, it's no different. Ah, the niggers are looting. White militia, shoot to kill. White slave patrol, keep your knee on their necks. Bottom line, they want to kill us anyway. And they have been of light and power family so let's talk about a few things that we've seen this past week so we've seen the popo the slave patrol commit crimes abuse people mistreat but specifically we've also seen the slave patrol 
do what it was put here to do target melanated people that's right i mean i've seen video particularly where the slave patrol has pushed past white people to go attack one of our melanated brothers and sisters that's right and so it was during the time of physical slavery as it is presently in 2020 that's right so the popo has always had carte blanche to do whatever it is that they want to do especially in black communities so what you're seeing today on a global scale that's being televised is how black communities around this country have always been treated and disrespected you're just seeing it outright in protest form now so one of the solutions that black people should be pressing for is that we no longer want police as it is now to be in our communities period their system is outdated we need to come up with our own policing policies for our own communities and here's why we have to remember that the emancipation proclamation the freeing of our ancestors from that atrocious system called slavery that was not done for our benefit that was done because the system was outdated it no longer served its purpose the industrial revolution was taking place so don't get that fucked up like they freed our ancestors because they cared and we know they didn't care because what followed that was 100 years of lynchings and more than 100 years of jim crow and so the slave patrol which is currently called the fop or fraternal order of police that we see today that's still a remnant from that system of slavery meaning that that shit is outdated and what black people must keep in mind is that we're still considered an undesirable group. Remember, the globalists still have a plan for depopulation. So economic boycotts, those things should have been done already. At this point, they got robots to do a lot of the jobs that humans used to do, meaning that they no longer need you anymore. And you think your government won't order its soldiers and police to kill you? You better study up on Tiananmen Square. So check this out, family, real quick. So I've been getting in. So this is in response to businesses like Amazon, Reddit, and other big businesses right now who are saying that they stand with Black Lives Matter. If I was white and in your position, I would do the exact same thing. Because if I was white, I would understand that I have mastered one part of the chessboard. And that part of the chessboard is telling the person who I really don't like, really don't care for, only look at them as a consumer anyway, Tell them that I'm now on their side and that I stand with them. I mean, from the standpoint of business, you never let a good crisis go to waste. But even more so, because I'm a good chess player, that means that I have done the history and I already know that this has been tried and tested before. And because I have done the research and the history, if I was a white man, then I would already know that, yeah, black people are actually stupid enough to go for this shit I'm trying to sell them. And because I know that all I have to do is say it, I know that black people aren't going to hold me accountable for anything. It's not like black people are going to come out and say, you have to contribute to the Unity Walk. You have to contribute to organizations like New Era Cleveland, New Era Detroit. No, instead, because there's no accountability, I will be able to contribute my money to safe organizations, make it appear as though I'm really doing something, and stay in good standing with black people. And to make sure that black people know that I'm up to date with the times and actually know what's going on, I'll mention names like Colin Kaepernick. And of course, the newest name, George Floyd. So hey, groups like Amazon, Reddit, these other businesses that say they're now standing with black people, quite frankly, your shit is see-through, by some of us at least. I mean, if you want to make some real changes, you know what you have to do. But, I mean, racism is prevalent. You're playing chess. You don't want any real changes. You just want to make sure that you don't lose your real source of income.
black consumers. Now rocking with the brand Read the Aries over here. So a few people hit me, they say Urema. This whole George Floyd thing, it reeks of psyops, false flag. We don't even know if George is dead. As a matter of fact, we know how they like to use crisis actors. I think that this thing was set up to start a race war. So I'm like, yo, my dudes, I'm definitely with the shits. You don't have to convince me. I know how these devils operate. I guess my question is, when have we not been in a race war? I mean, it definitely wasn't during the time that our ancestors were physically enslaved in this country and were forced to provide free labor to build this country to the mecca that it is today. Or maybe it was after the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, it couldn't have been then because that's when we went through 100 years of lynching and more than 100 years of Jim Crow. Or maybe it was when black people started building economic prosperity in this country. But, but, but wait, no, no, it couldn't have been then because that's when white people actually became jealous and committed the first acts of homegrown terrorism, domestic terrorism, by dropping a bomb on a black city called Tulsa, Oklahoma in this country. Yeah, and then they did the same thing in Rosewood and about 70 other prosperous black communities around this country. So it couldn't have been then. Or maybe it was when black men started sleeping with white women. You know, when they started putting that long pipe to Karen and Becky. But no, it couldn't have been then because that's when white men became even more inflamed and black male death increased tremendously. So it couldn't have been then. Then I was going to say maybe it was when white men started sleeping with black women. But that couldn't be because white men been sleeping with black women, whether it be consensual or rape. And nine times out of ten, we know that it was rape. Or maybe it was when Barry Sotero was president of the country. But wait, no, that couldn't be true because we know that in 2015, more black people were murdered in this country by the Popo than in the worst year of lynching, which was 1892. So we know that that can't be true because you had a black president with two black attorney generals and they still slaughtered us. So that, 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 that ain't it. So we know that white people are the minority on planet Earth, but when I Google who owns the world, Queen Elizabeth's name came up. And then she's just recently been replaced by King John. So family, please tell me in the last 700 years, when have we not been in a race war? <laughs> so check this out, family, the prison industrial complex. When you enter into that system, you almost know immediately the parameters. You know immediately the separation. You almost know immediately the lines that are not to be crossed. The racist white boys, such as the neo-Nazis, the dirty white boys, the Aryan Brotherhood, they let you know off rip. They ain't smiling at you. They ain't coming up shaking hands with you. They ain't giving you no pats on the back. None of that. They let you know off rip. You ain't light. In other words, it's not hard to decipher who your enemy is. The same thing applies for the black groups as well. Yeah, you find out who the snitches are. You find out who's bootlicking and kissing ass to the CEOs, the lieutenants, and the captain. Yeah, you get a first-hand glimpse of how men get broken. The ones who claim that they men, but they end up over the course of time sleeping with boys. Also, within the confines of that same system, everybody's got their own section. Because they understand what many people out here in free society don't seem to get. And that's everybody can't be trusted, which means everybody can't be up in your mix. So in the dining facility, the white boys, they got their own section. We don't allow them to sit with us, nor do they want to. And they better not get too goddamn loud because we are the majority up in there.
the bootlickers and kiss asses? Yeah, they got their own section. We don't allow them to sit with us, and they better not get too goddamn loud. They'll get sent up to that hospital leaking with something coming up out of them. Back in the day, the snitches didn't even have a section. They was just sliding in and sliding out, trying to make sure that they didn't get found out. Bottom line, the Thorough Lions, we always keep our own section and don't let anybody in. And no, we ain't fraternizing and mingling and co-mingling with certain groups because we know that that ain't being on code. So here in the Free Cypher, what do thorough melanated people look like mingling with white racists who we know hate us? What do we look like mingling with turncoats, bootlickers, and sellouts who have our same skin tone but mean us no good? What do we look like mingling with snitches who's going to snitch to the same people who's out here trying to kill us? Bottom line, we need our own section. So this is in response to businesses like Amazon. So a few people hit me, they say you're re- So check this out, family. Ask yourself this, are there any systems in this country, this U.S. corporation, are there any systems that are strictly controlled and operated by black people without any European or white input on anything? Are there any systems that exist in this country right now that do not have any type of white handling or anything attached to it? So for instance, when we talk about black banks, black credit unions, I'll just give this as an example. On the face of it, it might be owned by black people, but white people can come in and call an audit, such as the IRS. In other words, that banking system is a part of a centralized system. It is not decentralized, meaning that it's its own entity. It is centralized, meaning that it has to answer to somebody higher. Even if we take something as simple as a black owned store, everybody who comes in and does a credit card transaction, those credit cards aren't owned by black people, which means that every time that there's a transaction with a credit card, somebody white somewhere is getting paid. So then you say, well, what if everybody just didn't do credit cards at that black store and they just did cash? Well, unless that black store is actually keeping all of its money in a shoebox, they're dealing with some financial institution somewhere in this country to where they are, again, part of a centralized system. And if they did decide to keep their money in a shoebox, here comes the IRS talking about you haven't paid your taxes. Yeah, we're doing an audit. So you need to show and prove all of your transactions so we know what you made. So again, white people get a chance to come in and demand that you open your books and show them. So again, I ask, are there any systems in this country that black people have full and total control over where no white hands exist in it at all? And if the answer to that question is no, then that's a problem for us as melanated people. This whole George Floyd. So a few things this morning, family. Let's stop playing stupid. So Garrett Rolfe the latest neo-Nazi member who was in a police uniform to kill another black man by the name of Rayshard Brooks. Yeah, see, we know that police forces, government, and the military have been infiltrated by white racist organizations. The problem is this. The FBI will say that they came out with a report in 1994 showing that these groups were infiltrating these organizations. But we know that these groups been 
infiltrated these organizations back in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Yeah, we know that police, U.S. government, and U.S. military have always been infiltrated by white racists in this country. As a matter of fact, since they came over here, stole the land, and started murdering indigenous people. And we also know that the cops are complicit and in total agreement with the murdering and assassination of our black melanated people. And how do we know this? Because in the rare occasion that they feel like there's no way around it, they will fire the cop. Notice how they never bring charges. They always fire. Then there has to be an outside investigation. And if the cop is going to be charged, it's usually due to that outside investigation. So the police departments themselves don't even charge their own. This is how you know they're a gang. So then what happens is the black victim's family has to literally beg for charges to be filed. The prosecutor, who's part of the problem, is not going to do that unless forced by an outside source. That's the system that runs this country, and that's the reason why there should be no police forces in any black communities anywhere in the goddamn world. So if you believe you need police and government oversight, Sabrina Trayvon Martin's mother Fulton, Candace Bedwinch Owens, Terry Coons, that just means you aren't adult enough to govern yourselves. Adults don't need police and government oversight. Well, at least us alpha males don't. You beta male and female bitches, y'all need all of that. Um... Clearfield Trust Company versus the United Snakes. I mean, United States, 1942, <laughs> where it says that governments actually drop down to United the level of a mere private I mean, corporation and take on the characteristics <laughs> of a private corporation whenever they use private. That, let's hear that again. Actually, drop down to the level of a mere private corporation and take on the characteristics of a private corporation whenever they use private corporate commercial paper. In this case, that private corporate commercial paper, better known as Federal Reserve Notes and Securities. Look it up. This is also known as the Clearfield Doctrine. Look it up. What this doctrine is saying is that when the corporate government uses private corporate commercial paper, Federal Reserve Notes, then that corporate government loses its sovereignty and becomes no different than a mere private corporation. Look it up. So in other words, corporations can never be sovereign. They're not real. And since governments are real, and since the government is nothing more than a mere private corporation because it uses Federal Reserve notes, that means that the government can't enforce criminal laws. All they can do is enforce civil laws. You think prosecutors, judges, and attorneys don't know this? You bet they do. They've been scamming the American people since 1925. Look it up. Uh, peace. Hey, Grand Rising family. I just thought you'd like a little information on this Friday. Like, did you know that since the death of George Floyd, the pigs, the popo, the cops have killed 120 people? Yeah, since the death of George Floyd. That's what, 20, 21 days? See, what you gotta remember about the war that you're in BLM, you can do all the dancing and twerking in front of the popo that you want. Brothers can sign shoes for the popo all they want. Brothers can pray with the popo all they want. But the murder game by the popo don't stop. Yeah, organ harvesting by these devils, that don't stop.
And black bodies is the bodies that they pulling them organs from. Yeah, George Soros, the one who funded the Nazis, who is now funding BLM and Antifa, his agenda don't stop. Black genocide, that don't stop. Black babies and black children being traumatized, that ain't stopped. Ghetto gaggers, bed wenches, bed bucks, black sellouts, black pain profiteers in the black community, that shit ain't stopped. Yeah, all of that is relative currently in the war. But did I fail to mention that since the death of George Floyd, the Popo didn't murder, assassinated 120 people. Yeah, they got a call from the top down. It's open season on them. Execute them. It's hunting season. So black skin is the target. And it don't matter if you playing and twerking. I guarantee your ass cheeks ain't fluffy enough to deal with them bullets, nigga. Peace. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. To understand soy patrols, it's important to understand the, the slow development of the state's intervention in maintaining slave society, beginning with simply passing laws that would restrict the activities of the slaves, and then laws on their own being insufficient, authorizing any adult white man to enforce those laws, but then the reliance on individual action proving insufficient, forming into this body called slave patrols that were an offshoot of the militia and worked as kind of a voluntary compulsory organization, meaning that participation was mandatory, but it wasn't a professional outfit. That provided a way of making the entire white male population directly involved in maintaining slave society. As industrialization came to the South and there were larger slave populations in Southern cities, the slave patrols moved similarly into the city and there they became professionalized and very quickly their duties expanded and they became a body that we would immediately recognize as a modern police force. Overseer, 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 Now, 200 years later, the basic function of the police is largely the same. It's maintaining the stratified nature of the society, both in terms of race and class. You look at the whole concept of white supremacy and how that fits into the counterinsurgency on a historical basis, of course, the oldest terrorist organization in the United States was the Ku Klux Klan. That was a group that was founded right after the Civil War to uh, inflict terror against the uh, African people in the United States who had been newly freed from slavery and who were beginning to try to organize. And as you move on into the 20th century and the Civil Rights Movement began to develop, the Klan and other groups would work alongside the police, whether it was local police or whether it was sheriff's departments, and they would work together to inflict terror, to re restrain the movement, the organizing against white supremacy. Hey, Grand Rising family! The conqueror thinks much differently than the conquered. Black tribalism has been part of our failure. We know this by looking at the Berlin Conference and how the Europeans came together to dissect and chop up a Kevulon. So when talking about black liberation and black salvation, 
the Moors, they got the answer. The nation, they got the answer. The Hebrew Israelites, they got the answer. Black Democratic liberals got the answer. Conservative black Republicans, they say they got the answer. <laughs> Unity Walk, we have some answers. Black Christians, whether they be Episcopalian, Protestant, or Black Baptist, they say they got the answers. Black Catholics, Black Jehovah Witnesses, they got the answer. George Soros's group, Black Lives Matter, they say they got the answer. And if you're an emasculated black male ready to have your penis removal surgery, they just might have the answer for you, considering that the system of white racism only wants to deal with feminized black men. But if you're a black alpha male, you ain't got nothing coming. So now let's move on over to the system of white racism that says it has an answer for white genetic survival. Yeah, white racism's answers come with names like lynching, hollow points, atomic bombs, land grabs, germ warfare, chemical warfare, Glock, Ruger, Smith & Wesson, AR-15. I'm not even going to insult your intelligence by giving you my opinion on whose answers I think have been more effective. But I will say this. As melanated aboriginal black people, we need to move quickly and execute. And for all the different black groups that have these answers, I guess my question is, is why in 2020 are we as black people with all these answers? Why are we continuing to get fucked off? Period. That's the sound of the police. Period. Fuck on my face, nigga. I'm sick of you, niggas. I'm sick of you, motherfuckers. So, this message this morning is for the unconscious and the conscious black community. I mean, it's like black people are in slave codes, those codes that preceded black codes. 1780 to 1864, there were 1,418 convictions of our enslaved ancestors who were prisoners of war at that time. 91 of those convictions were insurrections against plantations and plantation owners. 346 of those convictions were for murder because our ancestors simply got tired of putting up with that bullshit. The slave codes became more extensive, particularly after the failed insurrection of Denmark Vesey and the successful insurrection of Nat Turner. A couple of the slave codes put in place was one, our ancestors could not leave the plantation without permission, and two, our ancestors could not congregate together without at least one white person being present. So now fast forward to present day and black organizations. Facts. Any black organization that this devil thinks could remotely be a threat to its power, it will send in agents to infiltrate that organization. For instance, the Black Panther Party, they were infiltrated by agents. Black Liberation Army, infiltrated by agents. Even religious organizations, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, infiltrated by agents. Nation of Islam, infiltrated by agents. And no, I'm not shitting on anybody. Facts are facts, plus it's documented. Even my organization, the Unity Walk, if they feel that I become remotely a threat, they'll send agents. And just keeping it 100, it's not just black organizations. Remember, the CIA made Gloria Steinem the head of the damn feminist movement. Why? Because they play chess. What better way to infiltrate an organization and get information on people than to put an agent at the head of the organization? Get it? So you might say, well, damn you, Rima, what are you getting at? Okay, one is that you can have the best vetting process in the world. 
agents still slide in. And two, slave codes still exist. So now instead of having a white agent there when black organizations congregate, they've replaced the white agent with the Negro pinion agent. Therefore, be very watchful, very careful, and only give up limited info. So, yeah, you don't have to believe it. But since I know government officials are liars by nature, it makes sense that they would lie about other beings being on this planet with us. Medical technologies, the cures for diseases, um, the abundance of uh, water and food for everyone and, and housing if these technologies were released. And of course, energy, you know, free energy for everyone and, uh, and for all of our devices. So we wouldn't have to rely on gas, coal and oil. I witnessed many different craft in these projects. I was actually working uh, with the bodies and the craft because they're connected. A lot of the craft are organic material, consciousness assisted technology, which means only the driver or that race can actually operate the vehicle uh, due to the frequency of uh, the genetic DNA and the frequency that they're emitting. Uh, it's kind of like having a pet or a car that only responds to the owner. Um, and, and these types of vehicles are so amazing. They're uh, usually made in in space uh, through uh, harmonics and frequency. Some of these craft were many different types of shapes. Uh, of course, there's always the classic spheres, uh, egg shapes, and the disc shapes. But there's also other craft that are interdimensional that can change shape. So they might come in the form of light, and they can manifest and change their atomic structure to become solid. So these types of crafts are a little bit more advanced, you know, than the crafts that we hear about in pop culture you see on TV and whatnot. These crafts can actually go interdimensional. They can change shape with all the occupants, not even knowing it's happening, off um, uh, an energy all the time, even when they've been uh, captured and, and taken down for, you know, 30 years. They still emit this amazing energy that they're harvesting from within inner space. Uh, extraterrestrials, you know, uh, don't really care about gold or money or cash. So, well, how did they get here? They didn't get here on rocket fuel coming from a million light years away. So how did they do it? Well, they're making their own energy. Okay, they're getting the energy from the vacuum of space. It's unlimited energy. We ain't the only ones here. <laughs> So let's take a trip down memory lane. While we're taking this trip, what you need to keep in mind is vaccines and current events. Marion, Indiana, August 7th, 1930. A white lynch mob uses crowbars to break into the Marion County Jail to lynch three young black men. They got them out and lynched them. Then you got Marie Thompson of Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Yeah, she was accused of killing a white man, so they jailed her. So a lynch mob of a dozen white men went to the jail to get her out to lynch her. They were surprised that the jail was being guarded by some blacks. So they fled and came back with a bigger lynch mob, which in turn made the blacks who were guarding the jail flee. They broke her out of the jail and lynched her. It should be duly noted as a side note, though, that Marie Thompson went no punk. She fought till the very end to the point where they couldn't actually lynch her the way they wanted. They had to shoot her. Then there's a lynching of 23-year-old Claude Neal, October 26, 1934. Yeah, so Claude was accused of raping and killing a white woman. I mean, it's always a white woman. So he was jailed in Jackson County, Florida. But in order for the sheriff to keep him safe, the sheriff transferred him 100 miles away to Alabama specifically a jail in Bruton, Alabama. 
Unfortunately for Claude Neal, the white lynch mob found out his location, went and got him and brought him back to Jackson County, Florida, where they lynched him. So now let's change things real quick. Dylan Roof killed nine black parishioners at a South Carolina church during a Bible study. No black mob went up in the prison and got him. Kenneth Walker defending his family against a home invasion in the early morning hours. Police break into Kenneth's home. It's the wrong home. Kenneth don't know that it's the police and he don't know that it's the wrong home. All he knows is that he's in a stand your ground state. He's legally licensed to carry his gun. And so he shoots to protect his family. That's right. He's currently in jail looking for legal representation. Black people ain't thinking about going to the jail to break him out. So see, they can't come talking to my community about any mandatory vaccines or anything like that. And quite frankly, my black community probably needs to start thinking about changing the way that it thinks. Yeah, so I wanted to dedicate a day to black bests as only Yurima Karama could do it. That's this right. is part two. Yeah, so when it comes to quickly pulling out our phones to make sure that we record the murder of our people, we become fucking absolutely the best at that. Ain't nobody in the game fucking with us on that level there. And when it comes to us putting our hands behind our back and taking that fist to the side of the face from that cop, we become the best at that. And when it comes to the conscious community getting paid off the murder, brutality, and assaults on members of our community, the conscious community, we done become the best at that. And when it comes to the black church making sure that they don't talk about the real issues affecting our community because they want to keep that 501c3 status in check with the government, the black church, they didn't become the best at that. I'm talking black bests today. So, Brianna Taylor, EMT, essential worker, sleeping her home in Louisville, Kentucky. Police conduct a search warrant, come into her home and kill her. They conducted the search warrant at the wrong home. Jamal Bell, working inside his home, leaves his door unlocked, unfortunately. Police enter his home, tell him to drop what he's got in his hands. He turns around and starts walking towards him. They shoot him 11 times. The majority of the shots are to his crotch. Yeah, Jamal is disabled for life, and currently he's on trial. Yeah, the police say that by him walking towards them, that was assault. Here's the positive to all the black death over the years, all the people we've lost. Black people are gonna march. We've become the best at that. We're gonna continue to get slaughtered by the cops and we're not gonna dish out any retribution because we're the best at that. We'll continue to mourn the loss of loved ones and hire people like Benjamin Crump and Lee Merritt to try to get the families paid millions for their loss. Why? Because we've become the best at that. And after every murder by the popo, after every murder by one of these savages, when we go out to march, we'll be wearing top brand gear. Brands like Nike, Timberland, and Adidas. Why? Because we've become the best at that. And because we such a religious people, after every murder of one of our loved ones, we gonna pray that God makes things better and we gonna forgive the murderer. Why? Because we've become the best at that. And to show the system that there's no hard feelings for the loss of life in our community, we gonna continue to be the number one consumer in this country by buying up all the system's goods and services. Why? Because we become the best at that. So I just talked about the black 
best. See how we can take negatives and turn them into positives? That's what we do as a people. Yeah, we become the best at that. The battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies mm. against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Michigan is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There's seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That is a political designation. But a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Part that's, of it, that's what made Donald Trump's uh, comment about bringing diseases <laughs> and money. They were right. when they come here. Immigrants. They have better vaccination it, rates in Mexico. It is the well-educated, <laughs> in terms of pieces of paper that they put on their wall, um, people that have been here a long time. And it's very unfortunate. And But I think we need not lose the big... So Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee wants to target vulnerable areas in his state to get them COVID-19 tested. So here we go again with the bullshit because they have defined vulnerable areas as prisons, public housing projects, and low income areas. So basically poor black communities. Now the testing isn't mandatory, but in prisons, they've already tested over 12,000 of those who have quote unquote, been convicted of crimes. And they're using intimidation tactics in these poor and low income areas by putting up roadblocks and bringing out the national guard. So wait, COVID is only attacking poor and low income black people now? I thought some of the first people to come out with COVID were celebrities, those people with money. As I remember specifically, wasn't Tom Hanks one of the first ones to come out? So why aren't they targeting upper class communities? So black people, particularly in Tennessee right now and every other area that they're gonna try this in, I told you this was coming. They're going to experiment on us first. The thing is, fuck their intimidation. For instance, if you're walking down the street, let's say it's me walking down the street and the National Guard is there. And they say, hey, fella, uh, we're doing free COVID testing right here. I'm gonna look and keep walking. I'm not even gonna respond back. If they yell again, I might say, yeah, thanks, but no thanks and keep it moving. And then, well, if we have to take it to another level after that, because I'm not gonna be your experimental fucking guinea pig. No, no, no. We won't be revisiting the Tuskegee experiment part two with COVID-19 and these vaccines. Matter of fact, what are we doing? Let's not lose focus. See, our focus should be right now on those criminal charges against Gates, Fauci, Burks, and now Bobby Rush for crimes against humanity. 
they've committed acts of treason against global populations. That's where the focus needs to be. So check this, family. With this bill, H.R. 6666, what that bill is going to do is give them the excuse to come into your home. So let's get to it. F some goddamn civil rights. F some constitutional rights. You have a human right that was given to you by the creative force. I call it the universe. That right inherently says that I have complete control over my own body. And so therefore, any other entity outside of myself who's either trying to inflict pain on my body or trying to give me a shot, I have a right to say no. And if they continue to try to use force, I have a right to defend myself. And I don't need some man-made law that was written on paper to give me that right. That right was given to me while I was still in the womb. So this is what we need. We need alarm systems in our communities. This is something that the black community, each black community around this country can do. Put an alarm system in place so that when they come to one black home, the rest of the black community can converge on that home and tell them you're not doing anything to the residents in that home. From that point on, you don't have to explain anything else. No constitutional law, no civil rights. At that point, after you let them know that, then it's whatever. Oh, I forgot to mention one important factor. All legal gun carriers in the community, it's important that you be there, cocked and loaded. So check. What we have to understand is that the devil has mastered the art of creating barriers to insulate itself from attack by the lion. Therefore, always being on offense and never having to backpedal and be on defense. What do I mean? For instance, one of the barriers that the devil uses is military and police forces globally. And what these forces job function is, is to go in, contain, neutralize and murder young lion cubs as well as lion leaders. Yeah, these forces go in and murder, neutralize, and contain young lion cubs so that these cubs can't grow into full-grown lions later on, and they murder the lion leaders so that these leaders can't raise other lion leaders. Therefore, staying on offense by containing, neutralizing, and murdering any threat before it becomes a threat. Another thing that the devil uses to its advantage is media and propaganda. Now, media and propaganda itself isn't necessarily the barrier, but it's probably one of the most effective tools that the devil has in its arsenal. Why? Because it creates its greatest barrier between the lion and itself. That barrier that it creates is the sheep. Yeah, the devil knows that the mass number of sheep that lay between itself and the lion is too much. The devil banks on the fact that the lion will get tired of fighting with the sheep. Even to the point that if the lions make it through all the sheep, which they won't, that by the time they get to the devil, they'll be too damn tired to continue fighting. Plus, new sheep are being created at a much faster rate than the lions. So the devil knows if it says mandatory vaccines, the sheep are going to get it. If a white woman does a video saying that black people are being murdered in hospitals, the devil knows that the black sheep will say, I don't believe her. The devil knows that it can send occupying forces into the black community to beat, maim, and murder black people, and black people will do nothing about it. Why? Because the devil has trained black people as to not have a clue as to how to save themselves. So lions, continue to fight. We just have to hope that the sheep start to eat themselves and get the hell out the way so that a path can be set so that we can get at the devil and put its ass on defense. Listen closely. Wait, for real, nobody's listening. I even tried getting a hold like of black advocacy groups here. 
<laughs> he just put me on hold or hang up on me. Listen closely. And they all know what was happening. They all agree with me. And they all just shake their heads. And I'm like, am I the only one who is not a sociopath? I mean, guys, they literally don't even know when they're dead. Like, how many times have I told you they've assigned me a dead person? Listen closely. Like, guys, they're not dying of COVID, okay? Like, yeah. I am literally telling you that they're murdering these people. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that when you defibrillate somebody with a heartbeat of 40 in a stable rhythm and you kill them, that's murder. And I'm pretty sure that when you put somebody's peep up to like 25 and peep doesn't go past, I think like 15, 20, and you, you blow their lungs out and they die, I'm pretty sure that's murder. You know, I mean, I just watched a doctor drop a central line and fucking rupture like the sub, like clavian like vein and the guy fucking bled to death. I mean, COVID didn't break that central line. COVID didn't kill that guy. Listen closely. Anesthesiologist placed an ET tube and ruptured their esophagus and the guy choked to death on his own blood. COVID didn't place that ET tube incorrectly. And nobody cares because they're all minorities and we're in the fucking hood. So if anyone's got any idea what the hell I can do to save my one black guy before they completely transfer me out of this hospital, that would be great. Medical apartheid 2020, they are killing black people. I told you they were. So where's these black representatives? Why aren't they interviewing this woman? Because them bitch-ass black betas are in on it. The sellout is real. Black people, you need to wake up. We got no friends even on our side. So a few things on this Monday you should know. America's billionaires added $282 billion to their total wealth in 23 days during the coronavirus crisis. The other thing you should know, Trump is trying to spike the numbers for the number of COVID deaths, and he's also trying to fast-track Johnson & Johnson and other groups to get a vaccine. Trump is controlled opposition. Next, you should not trust any black liberal representatives. There have been no black political pundits or representatives who have come out and talked about the fake spike in numbers or how they are trying to make black people the face of COVID-19. For instance, Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, they always send a sellout black woman to do their dirty work. Yes, history repeats itself. Remember the Tuskegee experiment? Also, it is rumored that the black community in Chicago will be the first place that the vaccine experiments will take place. Yeah, bet she won't take her ass to the damn white community with that bullshit. And before anybody says, well, she's black, she's in the black community, she's the mayor of all Chicago, not just black people. That means she's the mayor of white people, too. Go to their community and find out what happens. Lightfoot.
The last thing you should know on this Monday is this. The reason they will experiment on black people first is this. One, they know black people won't fight back, which is why they send these weak-ass black liberal representatives to soften us up. And two, they know that many white people ain't going for that shit. White folks got guns. So check this out, family. All that unification and coming together with the black, brown, and white coalition, that's great lip service. But our elder, the late great John Henry Clark, said it best. He said, we have no friends. This is why. So the Latino making raspados, beating people up, beating our people up, my boy. You know what pisses me off more than anything? Us as Rasa and whoever has a platform, we're always trying to defuse it, always trying to, you know, trying to throw a positive message out here. But what's pissing me off just as much as those guys is, where are the brothers at, man? Where are the African-Americans with all this, with all their platforms, homie, speaking against this, talking to their youngsters about getting their shit straight, you know? So I'm a black man with a platform, and you know what? The reason I'm never going to speak up for you? Well, one is because I'm busy over here speaking up for my people because we're catching hell, and we ain't getting no aid and assistance from nobody. But two, I know your history. I know y'all don't really like us like that. Well, let's take a look. Yeah, few of the young Vatos there showing black people how much they love them by throwing water bottles on them. Black Brown Coalition. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. You sound stupid. Developing a COVID-19 vaccine could be one step closer to becoming a reality. And there's a way Cincinnati residents can help. WCPO 9 News reporter Raven Richard tells us about a clinical trial coming to the Queen City. That trial will happen at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. They're looking for adults who do not have COVID-19. They're hoping to also get a good representation of the minority population. What we're looking at is a way to try to prevent the infection. Dr. Robert Frank is the lead doctor at the trial. The vaccines are sponsored by Pfizer and Frank says the process takes about 18 months to complete since there is an urgent need. If everything went Super, super perfect. I mean, maybe the end of this year, but I think the more likely uh, scenario would be trying to hope for something by next spring. A piece of information. The vaccine can't give you COVID-19 because it's not the whole virus. It's just going to try to make your body make antibodies against the part of the virus that we think is critical for the virus to be able to cause an infection. Frank says aside from finding a COVID-19 vaccine, there's another challenge. One of the things that we're actually very interested in is to try to um, have uh, minority populations participate in the in the trials. He black says the people. black population in the U.S. is 14 percent, yet black people represent 33 percent of coronavirus deaths overall. It means finding minorities to take part in the trial is crucial. We think that the vaccine um, has Potential. May 11th is the target date for vaccinations to start in this study. Researchers will also screen participants to make sure they are not carrying COVID-19. Contact Children's for more information. In Cincinnati, Raven Richard, WCPO 9 News. Listen closely. In New York City right now, in some of the hospitals, this is what is going on. People are sick, but they don't have to stay sick. 
They are killing them. They are not helping them. She used the word murder, coming from a nurse who went to New York City expecting to help. Listen closely. We then went over the COVID-19 numbers for the state of California. We've seen 1,227 deaths in the state of California. That means you have a 0.03 chance of dying from COVID-19 in the state of California. And for the state of New York, 1,410 out of 19 million people, which is a 0.1% chance of dying from COVID in the state of New York. And then compared these numbers to the seasonal flu in 2017. 45 million total cases in 2017 with about 62,000 deaths, or a 0.13 chance of death from flu in the United States. Then went on to report what is happening as a result of the shutdown and millions of hardworking people losing their jobs. Child molestation is increasing at a severe rate. Spousal abuse, alcoholism, anxiety, depression, suicide. PRS problem, reaction, solution, problem, coronavirus, reaction, the doctor just said. Now here's the end game, the solution. Listen closely. People to go there and come back and move around. So eventually there will be sort of this digital uh, immunity proof uh, that you know, will help facilitate the global reopening up. You know, I have good news for you, Mark, because we have a, there is a solution using available technology today to fix the economic part of this problem. The solution is universal testing. What you want is every single person to get tested every day, and then they would wear a badge like they would at a, after they voted or something like that uh, to show that they've been tested. In game, put that vaccine in you which has a chip in it so that they can track you. You don't get it, you can't move around. When was this done before in history? Hashtag Tuskegee experiment. Black men, look it up. I mentioned I could use a line or two to wake up. Senator Obama. So this nigga is in court. This is Larry Sinclair. This nigga's in court today. Um, this this was this testimony like only a couple years ago. So, um, I have pictures in my gallery of Obama with his hands down, kids' pants, not his own kids, different race of kids, and the person who posted it on their fucking Instagram, they were ordered to delete it, which is suspicious, because clearly these pussies are all in on it. You know, I have a lot of working brain cells, so I can draw, um, I can draw, uh, you know, factual conclusions based off of, you know, real shit. And so, you know, that that really only takes two, two brain cells to clash. So this is Larry Sinclair. Um, oh yes, the kids. So, um, and it's, it's a bunch of pictures. It's not just one. It's hands directly down the kid's pants. There's that one where he's on a speedboat with um, fucking Clooney and his one of them is stuffing his pants, his shirt in his pants. Like they're 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 putting their underwear back on and like tucking their underwear back in their pants. The kid just their kid's head is near their crotch and the kid's head was just moving upwards in the picture, like the kid's head was just towards was just on somebody's crotch performing fellatio. Okay, so you know, your favorite, you know, if you, if you don't, because I, I know there was, like, one person who, this girl, like, worships Obama, and so, you know, if, if you're still on here, you know, there's, there's these pictures, like, and I don't, I don't have nothing to prove to nobody, I don't give a fuck what people believe, but I'm just saying, I have pictures in my gallery of Barry Sotero 
raping kids, not raping kids, but in in indecent in, indecent exposure to the point where Instagram doesn't let you post them. So yeah, you know, and it's not just that one person. This this person represents a a a, a fraction of just mentally broken people uh within our community that believe in saviors that believe in idols that believe in celebrities you know that worship these people like no these people are satanic pedophile uh child sacrificers and you need to get your head up out your asshole okay larry sinclair take it away please i mentioned i could use a line or two to wake up i mentioned i could use a line or two to wake up Please tell us more. This is under oath, okay? I believe this nigga. My spirit tells me who to believe and when to believe these motherfuckers. I believe this crack. I believe this cracker, okay? Senator Obama asked me if I was referring to coke, and I stated I was. Senator After Obama. stating I was, Obama stated he could purchase... This was, um, I believe this was either 2003 or 2007 um, that he's talking about, because this was when Obama was still a senator before the election. And then he even he said after the election when he became a president Obama stopped fucking with him, um, but you know that's only because he found better people. He didn't need your homosexual like he found better like he 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 could afford sixty five thousand dollars to fly fly in sixty five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs and um, pizza, which just means little children to fuck, to rape, and so to sexually abuse. And in traffic, and you know, do all types of crazy satanic, uh, ritual shit, Aleister Crowley type shit. Okay, take it away, Larry Sinclair. Cocaine for me, and then made a f telephone call. This too was significant from a cell phone to a presently unknown individual during which Senator Obama arranged the cocaine purchase. Senator Obama and I then departed the bar in my limousine and proceeded to an unknown location where Senator Obama exited the limousine with $250, which was provided to him by me. Returned a short while later with an eight ball of cocaine, which he gave to me. I did ingest a couple of lines of cocaine and shortly thereafter, Senator Obama produced a glass cylinder pipe and packet of crack cocaine from his pocket. Obama then smoked the crack cocaine. So there was cocaine and there was crack cocaine. Obama had crack in his pants, in his pocket. And Obama rather crack than coke. So just hold that, hold that, hold that thought, black people. This is, this is your president who um, CNN and other news sources, real news sources, um, even though these people, yeah, they're fake as fuck, but they, re they brought real sources as in forensics to verify that this nigga's birth certificate is fake. Tupac, Tupac's birth certificate is fake. Nigga died, um, fucking... He died under a fake name. How the fuck do you die under a fake name? That's like they... That's like, um... My name is, um... Um, you know... Pharaoh Aten. Not Young Pharaoh, but Pharaoh Aten. Like, that's my name. And then, you know, they... they, they my, my real name is Dennis, but they... I die, and they put it... Nah, man, get the fuck on my face. That's, that's, uh... That's hella suspect, okay? We're gonna get into that on the next on the next episode, but the the forensic person proved that Barry Sotero, um, Obama's parents aren't really who they say they were, and Obama's not American.
so Trump was right the whole time about Obama not being American and him calling him out on his birth certificate. Okay, so yeah, he's not American. And why is that important? Because the Constitution fucking says you have to be American to be a fucking president. Not only do you have to be American, you have to be born in America, pussy hole. You can't just be a fucking citizen. You have to be born in America, pussy hole. Look it up. Okay, take it away, Sinclair. I performed fellatio on Senator Obama in the limousine during the time Senator Obama was smoking crack cocaine. After which I had the driver take me to my hotel, the Comfort Suites, Gurney, Illinois. The fuck? Let's rebump that. Because y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that enough. Fellatio means head. Oral sex. Okay. I performed fellatio on Senator Obama in the limousine during the time Senator Obama was smoking crack cocaine. Let's rebump that one more time. Because people are really hard of hearing, and I know it personally. Obama then smoked the crack cocaine. I performed fellatio on Senator Obama in the limousine during the time Senator Obama was smoking crack cocaine. After which I had the driver take me to my hotel, the Comfort Suites, Gurney, Illinois. The following day, November 7th, 1999, Senator Obama appeared at my hotel room, unannounced, uninvited, where we again ingested cocaine and I again performed fellatio on Senator Obama. So just some quick information on this Sunday. So my organization, the Unity Walk, we don't accept government grants and funding, nor do we accept grant money from private foundations unless there's a clause, no strings attached. Why is that? Because when you look at a lot of these nonprofits and different organizations, when they get money from government grants and private foundations, the money is always the carrot, which is why we always say, follow the money. Prime example, World Health Organization and the CDC. Those two organizations get a lot of funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So is it any coincidence that those organizations push a vaccine agenda and one of their biggest contributors also pushes a vaccine agenda through them? The money is the carrot. Which is why my organization, the Unity Walk, whose purpose is to uplift melanated communities around this country economically, environmentally, socially, and politically, we tell private organizations and foundations, you can contribute with no strings attached. We'll give you an honorable mention, but nothing more, nothing less. And every one of them I've ever talked to wants to push an agenda through my organization, which is why we've never taken money from them. The second thing is this, you might want to just think about this. The whole world shut down due to coronavirus. Who called that shot? Even North Korea shut down, a country that you might have thought would have bucked with Kim Jong-un, they even shut down. The question you should be asking is do countries, nations, actually have their own sovereignty to where they could have bucked, to where they could have said, fuck that, we ain't shutting down. They say that Sweden didn't shut down and that Sweden actually had the lowest cases of corona in Europe. And also Sweden's economy didn't crash because its people continue to work and live. Yeah, just food for thought. I'm just actually wondering which group. Uh, also, also a lot of Swedish niggas, they, they, they already got the chip in Sweden. So a lot of motherfuckers is already chipped in Sweden. So there's really, there's less need, there's less urgency to push the fuckery because you understand what I'm saying? Like there's less, there's less urgencies to push, to push the fuckery because motherfuckers is already chipped. Like, you know, they want to get in like a permanent chip kind of thing that lasts until you die type shit. 
that you can generationally pass on to continue this matrix shit because they know their time is up and these motherfuckers is crumbling in the dust but obviously they're playing chess so as the as Rima said one of the moves of chess is to get up flip all the fucking t- uh, pieces off the board and pretend like you didn't do it right when you're under attack when you actually are on the defensive and you're losing okay organization is actually calling the shots for all of planet earth right now so cipher on this family one of the things that the government and the corporate run cia infiltrated media are good at one of the things they've mastered is constantly giving us a boogeyman to be afraid of and an enemy that we have to always be against So for about 50 years, the boogeyman and the enemy was the Cold War with Russia. Then remember back in the 90s, black men became the boogeyman and the enemy of America to the point where they needed to build mass prisons to get us off the street. To the point where Hillary Clinton came out with the term super predators and said black kids need to be brought to heel. Even though that tramp is involved with spirit cooking and sacrificing children trying to get their adrenochrome. Then the fake media and government gave you another enemy with 9-11, which was basically nothing more than a demolition of the Twin Towers. Yeah, that new enemy and boogeyman became Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. Ever wonder why when Saddam Hussein and the Bushes were such good friends, he wasn't an enemy then, but as soon as they fall out, as soon as the Bushes say he's an enemy, now all of a sudden he became our enemy as well. And ever wonder why that CIA operative Osama bin Laden, the number one boogeyman in the world, was buried at sea? Americans didn't get to see the body? We don't know if he's alive or dead. Then the boogeyman and the enemy that followed up was terrorism and Al-Qaeda. But wait, in between those flesh and blood boogeymen and enemies, we've also had some viral boogeyman and enemies. Things like AIDS, HIV, H1N1, swine right. flu, bird flu, right. birds drop bird shit on my damn car window flu. And now the latest boogeyman and enemy, COVID-19. And how do we know that all these people and viruses are our enemy? Well, who else? Government and corporate run CIA infiltrated media. I mean, they've taken that job upon themselves to now inform us on who our enemies are and who the boogeyman is. We no longer have to do that ourselves. Perspective. William O'Neill, high-ranking security member of the Black Panther Party in the Chicago branch, also a high-ranking FBI informant, set up Fred Hampton and Mark Clark and had them both murdered, slaughtered. Azola Ware Curry, it was reported by white media that she was delusional, schizophrenic, tried to kill Dr. King because she thought he was part of the Communist Party. It was stated that she thought if she didn't try to kill him, that he would try to kill her. Reverend Samuel Billy Kyle stated out of his own mouth that on the day of Dr. King's assassination, while they stood on the balcony, he himself moved out of the way so that the sniper could get a clear shot. Only as I moved away so we could have a clear shot. The shot rang out. The FBI had three human informants in the Nation of Islam whom it regarded as top-level informants or top-level. At the top of the Nation of Islam, it was a very small little pyramid. And they have three top-level informants. The potential pool of, of individuals is less than 10 uh, possible people. Less than 10, including Farrah Coon, Farrah bitch-ass Coon, and the fucking raping pedophile Elijah Muhammad who fucking uh, impregnated... How many? Did did, did, did Malcolm say six? Un, six 15-year-old girls? Plus? What the fuck? 
Okay. So. Yeah. You know, it's something all black, all doing masses bidding. But then on the flip side, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, trade revolutionary and a genuine love for our people. Assad is a cool straight revolutionary, genuine love for our people in exile right now in Cuba. Sunni Adi Akoli, straight revolutionary, genuine love for our people. Assad is a cool co-defendant. Mumia Abu-Jamal, straight revolutionary, genuine love for our people, doing life in a Pennsylvania prison for something. I, I, one thing I will say that I don't believe, though, um, I don't believe that... Um, Q, see, America owns Cuba, right? We're taught that... America owns Cuba, okay? America owns Cuba. They haven't never not owned Cuba. They own Cuba and Hawaii. Um, the Cuban Missile Crisis was fake. It was just some fake bullshit. The Bay of the Pig shit, you know, it was just some false flag. Look at that on-point kill. Jeez. Um, and, you know, I've actually, through my research, have found, like, I, 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 my PowerPoint is not done. So, you know, I won't bring it out, but, but I have, you know, concluded that, you know, that, nah, all these pussies, because it, it never made sense for me, like, like, what, you don't want, like, you're, t like, you're invading f foreign countries, like, not only are they invading foreign countries, I have a book about a, a economic hitman who says, um, you know, they were assassinating, he was part of the hit club that was, um, pulling coups all over South America, assassinating democratically elected leaders, toppling democra democratically elected leaders for the cabal. So you're telling me you're toppling democratically elected leaders, but you can't get Castro. No, no, no but not just, I'm not even going in on Castro, just like Cuba itself, right? You, you can't, you can't I get it you know Russia I get it you know there was the so-called threat of Russia Russia hasn't really been down for a much of the new world order shit it seems on the surface but that's a lie because there's no way that all of these countries are oppressing the black people that live in them and they're not all in on a fucking pack together that they're not all in on it that's bullshit man so you know maybe there maybe that's the wave on the surface but when you when you when you use when you start using three brain styles instead of two, when you up the level of brain cells that you're using to, you know, when you electrify them motherfuckers and use them to think, nah, it, that, that's not what... Deductive reasoning doesn't even conclude that, okay? And, um, period, okay, so... Let's keep it pushing. He didn't do spent years on death row. So whether prison or death, they find a way to knock us off using our own people. Moral of the story, black leaders, you better start picking your black following very, very closely. And black following, you need to start picking your black leadership very, very closely. Everybody needs to get vetted. So I got a question for the black celebrities out here, the ones who like to force their way into the conscious community and the conscious conversation when it becomes convenient for them. Sometimes they like to find an issue to latch on to because they want to continue to make their brand relevant. Yeah, some of you black celebrities are telling black people the importance of staying home at this time due to the coronavirus and you're using propaganda talking points that corporate run media and the government is using. Yeah, my question to you is why weren't you telling black people to stay home when six activists in Ferguson were murdered who protested the murder of Michael Brown? 
Yeah, and why haven't you been telling black people to stay home when thousands upon thousands of black children come up missing every year and corporate-run media doesn't even acknowledge it, let alone give those children a story? Yeah, and why haven't you been telling black people to stay home when more than 76,000 black women in this country have come up missing and corporate-run media doesn't run that story either? With your platform, you could potentially have saved some lives and put the government at task and say that black people aren't coming back out until this issue gets resolved and the police get on their job and find these women. And with the number of white cops killing black men, women, and children all over this country, why haven't you used your platform to tell black people to stay home because it's no longer safe to come out and we ain't coming out until we get some assurances that the damn Gestapo is going to stop murdering our people out here in the streets? And don't get me wrong, Corona's real, but so are the bullets of white cops who shoot them into black bodies. And don't get me wrong, Corona's real, but the black deaths from Corona still don't equate to the 76,000 black women that are missing or the hundreds of thousands of black children that are missing. And don't get me wrong, Corona's real, but so are the black activists in the black community who are doing what they can to uplift that community. So for the black celebrities, if you're only going to use your platform when it's convenient for you, only to keep your brand relevant, warriors like myself who are on the front line, we ask that you stand down so that we can continue to do the work that our ancestors sent us to do. Because y'all be on some other shit. So real quick, family, let me say this. So I posted the World Star video with the dude who had missing organs, and all of a sudden, here come the Negropeans with all the excuses. The Negropeans that came with the excuses, they're not well-studied. Not well-studied in black history, nor are they well-studied in the institution of white racism. See, them Negropeans don't know that David Rockefeller had six heart transplants. It's hard for a person to get one heart transplant in their lifetime, let alone six. See, they're not well studied in medical apartheid where black women were experimented on with no anesthesia. They just had to fight through the pain. They are not even studied on the fact that because of those experiments on black women, that most doctors today prescribe less pain medication to black people because they believe that we have the ability to accept more pain than any other group. These Negropeans think that because they got a little information on the Tuskegee experiment that they actually know the Tuskegee experiment. But these Negropeans ain't really that smart. For instance, they don't know that there's actually a long history of organ harvesting, particularly taking the organs out of black bodies. See, prior to the coronavirus and even presently right now, these smart-ass Negropeans, they can't tell you where 76,000 missing black women are or where hundreds of thousands of missing black children are. But they can get on my feed and try to dispute what's clearly right in front of their eyes, the missing organs out of a black body. So to the Negropeans who've been sent to do their masses dirty work because he sends y'all to clean up his blood spills, overstand this. We might have less numbers over here, but we are much more intelligent and a lot stronger than you niggas. So I got a question. So you continue to defend your massa. I'm going to continue over here to post this truth. The ancestors going to continue to give me the power and the energy to move forward and trust and believe. You'll get tired long before I do because it's the awakening, Negropean. Signs and symbols for the conscious minds, UBI, universal based income. So people are already getting their $1,200 stimulus checks and they're already talking about raising that to $2,000 a month. Let's hypothetically say I'm your landlord, U.S. government. Let's say you're my tenant. You think you're a U.S. citizen, but you're really just property of the corporation. You've been a faithful tenant for many years, always paid your rent on time. But you're falling on hard times. 
Your company just went out of business, U.S. government, coronavirus. You haven't built any type of nest egg because you've been trained and educated to be a consumer and not a builder. Therefore, you're basically living paycheck to paycheck. Look, go ahead. You're good people. I trust you. You've always paid your rent on time. I got you. Month one. Month two. Month three. In the fourth month, I ask you to give me a shot of ass. Yeah, I mean, otherwise I'm going to have to evict you. I mean, that's the shit that they pulled in Hawaii on some of their tenants and renters over there. So this is how it correlates. You start to get these stimulus checks, become comfortable. UBI, universal based income, that's coming in monthly. Now they keep telling you that life as you know it will never be the same. This coronavirus got the whole world on lock. The media is feeding you this fear mongering stuff and it's got you in a panic. But as long as the government's taking care of you, you start to get comfortable. You also start to get antsy because you want out. Yeah, you want to get back to some form of normalcy where you can actually interact with people, go out when you want, that sort of thing. Fortunately, there's no strings attached to that $2,000. Or is there? Yeah, they've gotten you completely relaxed and content on those stimulus checks. So what happens if they come out and say in order to continue to receive your check, you're going to have to get tested for COVID and then take a vaccine in order to come back out? Because at the end of the day, they have to make sure that they keep society safe. And of course, they don't tell you that the vaccine has a chip in it so that they can track you like an animal. Actually, this video is far-fetched. I mean, everyone knows that we can trust our government. They wouldn't do no shit like that, would they? look at the community right but what we don't need to happen is what happened with africa uh -huh. when bill gates and them took that vaccine to africa right. trying to vaccinate they felt like stuff can start right there in certain parts of of africa, africa. that's what we don't need to you're not gonna uh -huh. make black people you're not the guinea pig for this we're year not right gonna here. be your experiment mm -hmm. nope or, or your your project mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not black yes people. today billy yes the surgeon, the, the surgeon general was talking to. As a matter of fact, he was trending today. Listen, I, I tell us what we need to know. Yeah. But I always look at the underbelly of what's going on. That's, That's right. the intuition in me. Yeah. That's my intuitive yes. counterpart. Yes. Uh huh. What are you about to do here? Right. Because what you're not gonna do, you're not gonna start vaccinating black folks. Right. And, and, and we have to have a vaccination card just to go to work. So you're not going to do that. And, and what it does is it'll start with us first. Right. Uh -huh. See, they got us with slavery. Uh -huh. They got us with Jim Crow. Uh -huh. Now they're about to push this here mass vaccination. Uh -huh. And listen, kudos if you make your vaccines for people and you want to help people. Mm -hmm. But I have a problem receiving any vaccine from any entity, uh -huh. especially anybody like Bill Gates, uh -huh. who pushed for population control. That's the right. same thing that Margaret Singer pushed for. Abortions, mm -hmm. genocide. Mm -hmm. Listen closely. But also there will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. That was Fauci speaking back in 2017. Listen closely. U.S. may have sent almost $4 million to the lab in Wuhan in order to have them research coronavirus in bats. That's right. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, the head of NIAID and part of the National Institutes of Health, may have actually been the one sending the money to that lab in Wuhan. That money was sent between 2016 and 2017. Listen. Her name is Shi Zheng Li. Wikipedia describes Shi Zheng Li 
as a quote, Chinese virologist and researcher at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Investigations show that Xi Jiangli has been a figure of controversy since the Wuhan virus outbreak. This is due to a paper she published in 2015 discussing her own research into synthetic viruses. So one, synthetic viruses are man-made. Two, Xi Jinglei is the Bill Gates of China, except she's more deadly. Why? Because she's an actual virologist working in a science lab. Listen. In November 2015, she and her team at the Wuhan lab once again published a paper, this time in the British journal, Nature Medicine. They discussed the creation of a synthetic virus a self-replicating chimeric virus. This new virus demonstrated a powerful ability for cross-species infection. The mice infected with this synthetic virus revealed severe lung damage with no cure. This symbolized that Xi's successful splicing of the SARS virus was a key to open the door to cross-species transmission. Part of the problem is that when someone like Dr. Anthony Fauci who is in charge of the coronavirus response. The media is hyping him like crazy. We've already shown you how his connection to Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation is essentially pushing for a new global mandated vaccine. Put two and two together. Fauci paid Xi Jinglei in that lab 3.7 million to create and release that virus to knock out world populations so him and Bill Gates could bring in globalization and vaccines. The CDC is a nonprofit charitable organization that was established by the U.S. Congress, but is still independent of the U.S. government. Look it up. The CDC also has over 10 patents on vaccines. Look it up. According to the CDC, there's over 307,000 cases right now of the coronavirus. Look it up. Out of those 307,000 cases, 95,797,000 people have recovered within a 24 to 48 hour time period. Look it up. There's been 13,050 deaths. Again, this is worldwide. Look it up. Go to the CDC website and you'll see that on March 24th, they implemented an ICD code. After implementing that code, that's when cases started to spike. Look it up. On the CDC website, they say specifically that it's important to emphasize that COVID-19 deaths should be reported on death certificates as either caused by COVID-19 or assumed to be caused by COVID-19. Look it up. This is under NBSS or National Vital Statistics System where they provide guidance to doctors and medical facilities in reporting deaths. Look it up. So when giving their deceitful instructions to the doctors, they say that if other chronic conditions exist, such as COPD or asthma, those should go on the back of the birth certificate or in part number two. Look it up. The basic premise is that it should be written up and reported that COVID-19 caused the death. Look it up. The CDC goes on further to tell these doctors that if they're not sure, then they should use terms like likely or probable. Look it up. Two other things that we need to keep in mind. One, 94% of those 13,000 deaths had pre-existing conditions. Look it up. And number two, it's already been shown by other doctors from around the world that chloroquine, hydrochloroquine, and Z-Packs have a 96% cure rate. Look it up. So death from the flu and death from cancer is still higher, but they ain't calling that a pandemic. So what's the game? Look it up. And to the Shabazz tribe, we tag teamed on this one. Salute you, black family working together. Look it up. So family, check this out. I showed you the last two videos. One, 
with Fox News and one with a press conference with that heifer Burks, who's a Bill Gates puppet. I showed you that for a reason. And the reason is if you listen to them talk long enough, they're gonna flub up, they're gonna give information. So here's the deal, common sense. The CDC is trying to spike the numbers for this COVID-19, which is why they're not using pre-existing conditions, which is why I put up the look it up video to show you that all you gotta do is go to their website to see they're spiking the numbers. So everything is gonna be COVID-19. It doesn't matter if you have a heart condition, health condition, kidney condition, they're marking everything as COVID-19. Why? Because the CDC is a nonprofit charitable organization for one. If they can spike those numbers and make it look like all these people have COVID-19 and died from COVID, guess what? Now they come with the cure, the vaccine. And who's supporting that push for them to come with the vaccine cure? Bill Gates. So now Bill Gates is running goddamn placebos with vitamin C, knowing that vitamin C will cure it. And why are they saying more black people have it? Twofold. One, because it gets white people looking at us crazy now. Remember, part of the war is to make sure the people stay divided. And then two, when the vaccine comes out, guess who gets experimented on? Tuskegee experiment all over again. Remember, 94% of the people who died from COVID-19 had pre-existing conditions. So then the question becomes, if they got COVID-19 and didn't have pre-existing conditions, would they have still died? Well, the numbers say no, considering that over 90 to 95% of the people who have had it have recovered within a 24 to 48 hour time period. Also, check out the measles outbreak in California where no children died, but they made the vaccine mandatory. And to any doctors out there, black or white, my real life, real talk news broadcast, that platform, it's open to you if you'd like to get on and talk about the subject. I forewarn you though, I'm not cabal and I'm not corporate run media. I know the questions to ask, but you should be open to that since this is a matter of life and death. So family, when you hear scientists, doctors, and Negro peons coming out talking about the vaccine is the cure, think about this. Um, and um, so the, the vaccine is the punchline because there's gonna be stuff in that that is going to devastate not only the human uh, body and mutate human DNA in the way that they want to do as they're transforming everything, but also affect people psychologically. There'll be um, nanotechnology um, chips in that and stuff like that. I was told about this um, by a CIA scientist in, um, in 1997. Uh, the uh, vaccination programs um, putting um, nanochips into people. So in essence, they want to put something in you that can control you, track you, and change your whole genetic structure. And people supposed to go for that? They're saying the people will easily go for it, especially black people. The vaccine is because you've been finding every everything better than the- Coons. Coon ass niggas. Coon ass niggas. Shake my hand. Hold on. Hold on, family. We're not done. I ain't even got to speak. Sometimes, you know, information is just there for who wants to fuck with it. I don't give a fuck about saving you, nigga. I don't give a fuck about none of you, niggas. Male and female. I don't give a fuck about anybody. I don't care how weird or selfish that sounds. Yeah, I love and care for my people, but I understand my people. And I know they, they, they'll be the first to spit on my grave. 
if I, even if I were to go out as a martyr or go out like fucking, I'm going out like Toussaint Louverture, but I'm just saying like, you know what? It doesn't matter if you go out like Nat Turner. They cooked and ate Nat Turner's parts. Cooked that every single part and ate that nigga. Devoured him. Fucking beasts. And you want to tell me not all white people are bad. Cool. What happened to, like, but what about when they say, oh, you know, they look at all of us like thugs. They look at all of us like drug dealers. They look like all of us in the negative stereotypes that the elites propagate for them. Although we help it extend it to a certain extent. What the fuck, nigga? That shit been there since before we were acting like savages. Since we were fucking, since they found us civilized. You know, obviously you're going to be uncivilized after being around a beast for 400 years. You're going to start to act like him, walk like him, talk like him, etc. Naturally, not just because he's forcing you to. The fact that you don't believe in it, that don't make it not true. Alright, move, move, move on. 1954, Dwight Eisenhower signed what's known as the Grotta Treaty with the Alien Gray Race. In exchange for shared alien technologies, the Greys were allowed to abduct a number of humans annually for medical examination. The Greys also demanded anonymity from the public. A short time later, human technology took a giant leap forward with circuit chips, fiber optics, and lasers. The Grotta Treaty is still active today, but the number of human abductions has increased despite objections from the world governments. Now, the really interesting part. Every year, at least 8 million children go missing in the world. I can 8 million children in the world, 800,000 in the U.S. Remember I told you the National Institute of uh, Missing Persons, Missing Children, the Missing Children Institute of Motherfucking Missing Persons. Whichever way those five words are worded uh, reports at least 800,000 every single year. And it's the same amount every single year. It, it doesn't even differ by a couple thousand, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. It's always the same amount. And the reason why it's the same amount is because the same party, the same party, the same criminals, the same responsible pussy holes are responsible for snatching all these fucking kids every year. And like, yeah, you know, it's important for us to want to build and get our own shit etc etc but what about our kids like what about like you know yeah you can build another black wall street but what the fuck does that matter if other races of people other random sickles can just come in and steal your children and do what they want with them what the fuck kind of shit is that why is there no defense none like let's keep it pushing the test that one third of them are abducted by government operatives let's 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 go back active today but the number of human abductions has increased despite objections from the world governments. Now, the really interesting part. Every year, at least 8 million children go missing in the world. I can attest that one third of them are abducted by government operatives and transported to any one of the 1,477 underground military installations on the planet, then imprisoned for the remainder of their lives. The children are subjected to biological and genetic experiments, dissections, and mutilations performed not by human scientists, but an alien gray species. During my stay at the Vanguard Underground Base north of Phoenix, Arizona, I witnessed many of these procedures. Because there was no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients, 
The halls reverberated with the screams of tortured children from morning to night. The ones that perished were incinerated in the installation's crematoriums. He said the treaty's still in place even with the objection of world governments. More than a month ago, world government shut down due to a synthetic virus called Corona or COVID-19. Negropeans can't believe that Hillary Clinton, Epstein, and all these other Satanists would eat children. He said 8 million go missing a year. Where they at? Also, you need to look into these devils' mastery of holograms and how they've perfected that. And trust me, I know y'all will say this is conspiracy. The same ones who say that believe that Jesus walked on water and Moses split the Red Sea with the rod. <laughs> That's right. Cool ass niggas. My name is Joseph Spencer. From May 1970 to October 1997. I served the United States government as a top secret operative, but not in a category that is commonly known or understood. I was known as a man in black. Following seven years acting as a counterintelligence agent for the CIA, I was recruited for a new assignment that entailed working within above top secret operations. I was aware of the black budget projects, but never knew the context of them due to their high level of secrecy. Even the president was denied access to their inner workings. Annually, billions of dollars are poured into black projects, which operate without any supervision or intrusion. They have full autonomy. The operation deal primarily with advancing military technologies, most of which have been reverse engineered from recovered alien spacecrafts that had either crashed or were shot down by our military. The public, sadly, will never, ever have knowledge of these operations. This transition in my life happened in 1970. The senior black project director was William T. Lathan, who had worked under CIA executive director Richard Schlesinger. Lathan stated that I was the perfect candidate for my new position. I was a foster child, and I had no connections to existing relatives. I had no friends or socialites. It was easy for them to erase my past and provide me with a new identity. I gave myself to them as a priest would to his God. But first, my mind had to be erased. I was injected with various forms of mind-altering drugs, LSD, heroin, mescaline, morphine, sodium pentothal, and more. Drug-induced hypnosis followed with anti-grade and retrograde amnesia. The goal was to program me to do two things, kill and forget. After nine months of programming, I had become a man in black. What I later discovered was that not all the men in black were human. About a third were alien hybrids. The distinctive feature was the absence of whites in their eyes. Hold on. I talked about this family in previous fucking episodes. You see how I'm on my own fucking wave? I talked about this. I knew. I know I've been knowing about the men in black. These pussy hoes were caught in a hotel. And the motherfuckers I seen them said. I know I said this in a fucking ep uh, episode. A couple episodes ago. Okay. Motherfuckers were in a, a goddamn hotel. And I'm pretty sure the fucking. 
Um, no, actually, no, the film wasn't um, fucked out. But they said they had no face, no facial features, and they had no face. But they were walking and talking and speaking, spoke good English and were tall as fuck and were in a black suit and were tall as fuck. Yo, like, as I'm saying this shit, my, 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 the energy in my back is just spiking up as if it knows something that I don't, which it probably does. But that just goes to show how, how there's a, there's a different type of fuckery going on amongst all this fake chaos, this fake man-made chaos. Yeah, y'all need to really see the forest behind the fucking trees. The deer, the the, the fucking deer is not crossing the road, pussy. The forest is crossing the fucking deer. I mean, yeah. Not the road, pardon me. The road is crossing the forest. The road is crossing the forest. The deer is not crossing the road. The road's crossing the whole motherfucking forest, pussy. Okay, and let's keep it pushing. Because I've been talking about the alien connection and that they have a contract, governments have contracts to sell fucking kids to extraterrestrials because there's no way that, like, humans and only humans are responsible for all this kidnapping. Like, it's just way too organized. Way too organized. There is most definitely a third party involved. When you get about 10 brain cells in your brain electrified and fucking good, they can have thought process which is with processes which conclude you to think um there's bitches a third party involved that might require a bit more than two two brain cells because you really got to see the forest behind the trees and like i said the fucking the road is crossing the forest let's keep it pushing giving the impression of empty ice this unsettled me and it took months to this unsettled me this nigga was working with fucking aliens, bro. Man, you want to tell me about conspiracy? The only reason why he can say this shit and he's not dead is because the the missions that he went on were illegal. So they can't prosecute him on illegal stuff because you were you were doing illegal stuff for the people who are prosecuting you. Do you get how fucked up that sounds? The fact that it might confuse some of y'all just lets you know, okay. Period. Like, you know, that just lets you know. Okay, this nigga was hella involved he was like phil schneider but he wasn't just working on the deep underground military bases he was going on kill missions with these pussies kidnapping missions with these pussies i'll let him tell his story the later discovery is that not all the men in black were human not all these pussies were were human a third were alien hybrids absence of whites in their eyes Giving the impression of empty eye sockets. Giving the impression of empty eye sockets. I forgot that feature. The person who saw them, the the janitor and the hotel uh, receptionist also said that, yeah, they had empty eye sockets. Nothing in their eyes. Like, their eyes were, like, gray or some shit. This unsettled me and took months to adjust to, to the reality of alien integration. My assignment's logic dealt with UFO sightings and crash sites. In August of 1971, I witnessed my first UFO crash site just north of Edwards Air Force Base in California. Inside the craft were three gray humanoids, two dead, one still alive. Also in the craft was a human female abductee. The alien humanoids were transported to the base. The two witnesses had arrived before us and took several photographs. The first surrendered his camera, but the second fled. When we apprehended him, he resisted, and I was ordered to silence him, which I did. 
The killing of witnesses was executed with a wand. They acted very much like today's taser. But the voltage from the wand would cause immediate cardiac arrest, and the victim's death would be attributed to natural causes. We silenced countless victims, not only men, but women of all ages and even teenagers. The following day, after each kill, our memories were reset. This is why, this is why you don't hear about a lot of motherfuckers who seen aliens or who seen the shit in person. Like, this is why you're not, then, like, not just the fact that they're, they're never going to be propagated by the media because the owner of the media is in cahoots with this satanic pedophile cult. And, 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 and the, the, the contract, you know, they're aware of this shit. Um... But this is why you don't hear a lot of about a lot of this shit. Cause as this nigga said, they have a fucking taser that can may attribute it to fucking. It's no different than in 1987, the CIA came out with the heart attack gun. Look at the heart attack gun. That was in the 80s they came out with that shit. He's talking about doing this shit. This was before the 80s. Cause Eisenhower was the fucking 56, 50s, right? Right, so this was like between the 60s and the 80s. So this was before they came up with the heart attack gun. But it does the same thing. It makes it look like a heart attack, similar to certain poisons or certain things. But certain poisons will leave certain marks that the coroner can find if you don't, if you haven't paid off the coroner. And, 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 and like, you know, so certain poisons are just more, um, more uh, optimum for murder. Period. Okay? And yeah we we don't really need to go into what the fuck they are so much you know what i mean you can do that on your own time what the fuck i'm not a chemist but bitch i know chemistry what the fuck um let's keep it pushing just think about that think about what this nigga said about all the teenagers he killed like this nigga said he killed teenagers so goddamn casually you know you know this nigga killed some motherfuckers because he just killed a lot of people because he just says it casually as fuck like i can tell when someone's lying or some shit's up Nah, this nigga really killed motherfuckers. This nigga was really out here blaming niggas. Period. Blaming niggas. The alien humanoids were transported to the base. The two witnesses had arrived before us and took several photographs. The first surrendered his camera, but the second fled. When we apprehended him, he resisted, and I was ordered to silence him, which I did. The killing of witnesses was executed with a wand that acted very much like today's taser. But the voltage from the wand would cause immediate cardiac arrest, and the victim's death would be attributed to natural causes. We silenced countless victims, not only men, but women of all ages and even teenagers. The following day, after each kill, our memories were reset, so we would have no recollection of the murders. The majority of the silenced countless victims, not only men, but women of all ages and even teenagers. The following day, after each kill, our memories were reset, so we would have no recollection of the murders. The good majority of the victims were ufologists and whistleblowers. Among the ufologists I personally silenced were Paul William Cooper, Milton Vigay, Claude Monroe, Anthony Vargas, and noted documentarian Samantha Willis. And all these people, I'm looking at pictures that they took of real fucking UFO craft. So, 
man, like, I don't give a fuck what the government does. I'm a, I'm finna speak on this shit till I die, cause I don't, I really don't give a fuck. Like seeing shit like this makes me just give less of a fuck. I already like, n- there's no fear in my heart. There's no fear in my heart because if all if all y'all niggas can do is if if the worst y'all niggas can do is adrenochrome and all this pussy hole shit, n- y- y'all have to step up your fucking game. I don't give a fuck if you're for extraterrestrial shit. Pussy, I'm made of the fucking sun and fucking black holes. Nigga, get at me. I'm more magical than any of you, period. Though I don't remember or I can't access it, nigga, get the fuck off my dick. I'm not gonna, I'm not finna be afraid of you. I ain't finna be afraid of you. Let me rebump it. This nigga said who the fuck he killed. Paul William Cooper. I'm pretty sure that's Bill fucking, Bill fucking Cooper. Let me look up Paul William Cooper. This pussy hole nigga. Wow. Behold a pale horse. I need to get that book. Let me get that book. Hold on, family. It's $37. Okay, I'm finna get that book, because what the fuck? They took this nigga's picture off Google. Yeah. See? Google's were even trying to replace this nigga's images with a whole bunch of fake shit. NASA openly admits alien life exists. Get ready for disclosure. Lying ass NASA. Why the fuck do you need NASA to tell you that alien life exists? Use your fucking brain, bro. There's no such thing as space. Up there is the fucking, um, goddamn... Not heavens per se, just higher fucking realms, period. It's just higher fucking realms. That's why the black people... That's why people... That's why the... The, uh, physiological composition is fucking different in so-called space in so-called other planets dummy because man like motherfuckers it, like it's 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 it, it's okay i know it's it's not obvious from common sense is not common you're right so but yeah that's why you know motherfuckers is physiologically composed differently because bitch they're of a higher realm of higher material period period there's levels to this shit there's levels to this shit there's levels to this shit okay so i looked up paul william cooper and that you know they call him a conspiracy theorist but um you know they call david Icke a conspiracy theorist but everything that nigga said on 9-11 was fucking factual you listen you did, listen listen to all my 9-11 tapes i'm gonna do another 9-11 episode before we finish season two and a 9-11 episode september 10th of this fucking year so period and when he said look up tiananmen square the government killed the fucking protesters murdered them slaughtered them okay and just continued on with their day and ev- and everybody else just said they just scolded china that's what they quoted scolded china so they murdered slaughtered pr- protesters and the rest of the world just scolded them like when you take a-, a cookie out of the cookie jar and we're talking about slaughtering protesters okay and th- let's keep it pushing day if we kill our memories will be set so we would have no recollection of the murders attributed to natural causes we silenced countless victims not only men but women of all ages and even teenagers the following day if we kill our memories will be set so we would have no recollection of the murders the good majority of the victims were ufologists and whistleblowers among the ufologists I personally silenced were Paul William Cooper, 
Milton Vigay, Claude Monroe, Anthony Vargas, and noted documentarian Samantha Willis. When my wand malfunctioned with Samantha, I resorted to strangulation. She fought for her life for almost two minutes. In recalling this act, I stared into her pleading eyes for the entire duration with absolutely no remorse, guilt, or feelings. That was how effective the mind conditioning was. And it's her face that haunts my dreams more than anyone's to this day. So they stuffed out a documentarian? Yep. Well, that's not good to hear. Yeah, yeah. All right, move, move, we're going to move on. In 1954, Dwight Eisenhower was signed what's known as the Granada Treaty with the alien gray race. In exchange for shared alien technologies, the grays were allowed to abduct a number of humans annually for medical examination. The grays also demanded anonymity from the public. A short time later, human technology took a giant leap forward with circuit chips, fiber optics, and lasers. The Granada Treaty is still active today, but the number of human abductions has increased despite objections from the world governments. Now, the really interesting part. Every year, at least 8 million children go missing in the world. I can attest that one third of them are abducted by government operatives and transported to any one of the 1,477 underground military installations on the planet, then imprisoned for the remainder of their lives. The children are subjected to biological and genetic experiments dissections and mutilations performed not by human scientists, but an alien gray species. During my stay at the Vanguard underground base north of Phoenix, Arizona, I witnessed many of these procedures. Because there's no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients, the holes reverberated with the screams of tortured children from morning to night. The ones that perished were incinerated in the installations crematorium. The ones that perished were incinerated in a crematorium. They reverted. All he could hear were the, the, the sounds of tortured children from day to night. So remember how I told you, not all extraterrestrials are good, period. There's good and bad of everything, right? These are the sick motherfuckers these pussy holes have teamed up with. Just like how in uh, the Berlin Conference, all seven, all, all nine, 14 European nations... Um, teamed up to slice the African, so-called African pie, get a piece of the so-called African pie. Just like how all religious leaders, um, the, 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 the head of all religion, who these, these heads of religions today are directly related to the heads of religions, these Roman freaks from 2,000 years ago, um, they teamed up to, to continually oppress black, black people. All religion, like... The, the Arab slave trade was the worst. The Arabs taught the white man how to enslave us. So we have no friends. It doesn't matter. You can say not all Arabs, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're at war. We don't have the luxury of saying not all whites and not all this, not all that. Because they looking at us like they want to kill every single one of us, all of them. If you go in their respective countries, whether they're going to white man's country, going to Arab's country, going to the, the, the yellow-skinned Asian's country... They're, they're murdering us. The, the fucking Afro-Asians are in mountain, mountainous regions and you don't even get any media coverage whatsoever that these motherfuckers exist, period. If you don't research shit, you won't know that there's black Chinese people who 
were there before the current government that did the Tiananmen Square massacre were there. Were there before these pussies were there. Let's keep it pushing. I'm just looking up the fucking treaty with Eisenhower. I'm finna make a whole presentation. I just wanted to get all this information out. Needed. Needed to. Because this shit, it, it, it further verifies all the shit that I've been saying. And just shows you how well con- interconnected this shit is. So. Experiments, dissections, and mutilations performed not by human scientists, but an alien gray species. During my stay at the Vanguard Underground Base north of Phoenix, Arizona, I witnessed many of these procedures. Because there was no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients, the holes reverberated with the... So, you know, they dropped the bomb on Nagasaki. Effects the children Nagasaki for a reason. Nagasaki. 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 Okay. Slavery, salary, slavery, salary. I'm paying you a slavery, paying you a salary to get over slavery. I'm paying you a salary to get over slavery, okay? Officer, overseer. The officer is going to replace the overseer. The officers have replaced the overseers, okay? Let's keep it pushing. And finding a of control, they had the remainder of their lives. That one third of them are abducted by government operatives and transported to any one of the 1,477 underground military installations on the planet. So when kids go missing, he just said they're, they're, they go, t- if they're not being raped above ground and trafficked, they're in underground military bases. They're in, on these, these, period. And these, it's no coincidence that there's all these, there's an old tunnel system that the human traffickers are still using, that the drug traffickers used to use, apparently, but the human traffickers are still using to traffic these kids throughout, it, 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 on, on an interstate basis, state-to-state state basis, okay? So let's keep, let's keep it pushing. Then imprisoned for the remainder of their lives. The children are subjected to biological and genetic experiments dissections and mutilations performed let's keep it pushing man not by human scientists but an alien gray species during my stay at the vanguard underground base north of phoenix arizona i witnessed many of these procedures because there's no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients the holes reverberated with the screams of tortured children from morning to night the ones that perished were incinerated in the installation's crematoriums. My point of contact at this base was Lieutenant Colonel Charles T. Leninger, and he was a human-alien hybrid. And get ready for this. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 billion by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested. He means methods like COVID-19. Think about COVID-19, okay? Humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. 
Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which was a designer byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. First of all, there, there is, I don't even need to say the sentence, but there was literally, it's it just been coming out that we had Corona, we had COVID in 2017. It's been coming out that we had COVID in 2017. Look at the fuck up. Look it up. It's been coming out that we had COVID in 20 pussy 17. Man, I, I, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm livid, man. I'm, get the fuck out my face with that, with any bullshit, man. I ain't like, this nigga just said if we had a, a fucking, remember I predicted the virus. I've been feeling like the elites have been quiet. Um, on a global front, at least, um, before they released COVID over here in Canada, but but there with it, it it had already been popping for a while. Okay, let's rehear what the fuck this nigga just said one more time, cause I I need to. That have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated, aka Fauci. Notice how he said. He's basically describing coronavirus with this mutated flu virus replicating, trying to replicate the 1918 Spanish flu. Um, that, that, the, the corona, COVID. Version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. You stupid motherfucker. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak, in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. Dr. Fauci. Right. Three, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. Released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and over time lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. If this isn't reversed soon, the human race will face early extinction. Now the grand finale. 
This is some scary shit. In March 1997, an event known as the Phoenix Lights became the most infamous UFO sighting in history. A mile-wide vessel, clearly not man-made, flew slowly and silently over the state of Arizona and was witnessed by 10,000 people, including the governor of Arizona. Wow. To date, there has been no reasonable explanation. But for every witness interviewed, the craft was as real as anything they'd ever seen. Their lives were transformed, and I believe that we truly are not alone. However, there is another truth, for I know what they really saw. 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused. Then Garris looked over me and smiled, then asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course. What else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists had been developing holographic technology and over the years improved it to a state that we can only imagine. As I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it, I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale sky beam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their cities in droves. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power, not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this opposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching its final days.
might pull that shit now. The knowledge of what's coming is taking its toll on me. I see all these people living their lives, enjoying themselves, yeah. planning their futures. That's right. I'm oblivious to the fact that it's all going to end soon. Here I am at a park. The children are playing, and in the skies above, I can see the chemtrails. Poisoning the air and slowly killing us all in plain sight. Right. I've never felt so helpless. Me too, man. I want to scream out to the world, but I nobody don't gives a fuck. I'm telling you from experience, man. Nobody gives a fuck. All they want is love and hip hop and more world. Jordans. Then I could sleep at night. But I know, beyond a reasonable doubt, that it's all true. That Joe was being completely forthright. I saw it in his eyes. I heard the tremor in his voice when he spoke about it. It didn't come off as an admission. It was more of a deeply concerned confession. He was scared for us all. And that says a lot, coming from a man who was a government assassin. Right. Exactly. And he's telling you he's a government assassin. What the fuck? The only reason why they can't kill him is because he was doing illegal shit for them. How can somebody... Um, what? Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, obviously that can't legally... No no judge or jury, no matter how bought or paid for, is gonna fly for that. You know what I'm saying? So, period. I don't know what the fuck motherfuckers is on, but this shit is happening on a daily basis. You bum bitches want to fight over... Um, I don't know People There's like a lot of people Not a lot of people But you know A fair amount of people That hate me For whatever purpose Probably because they're mad They don't get to Use my energy Or have my energy no more Period Fucking Pieces of shit But anywho Like You're a piece of shit And you know Like We all really share this planet Right And The world is ours Okay The world is ours Yes The world is ours This is our shit But we don't claim we don't claim it as ours so obviously motherfuckers who want to do anything they can will proceed to do so because they see the loophole they see an advantage that they can take care take advantage of pussy hole like motherfuckers is just dumb period so that nigga was a government assassin like I, I really don't there isn't there isn't a lot to comment on here family we're here dealing with reality, right? You heard it. I hope you fucking took notes because there's no way you're at season two, episode 10 and you ain't taking notes. If you're not new to this shit, you better be subscribed. Subscribe, like, share, comment. Like it because you love it, nigga. And this shit is important to talk about because it's real. Love and hip hop, Jordans, those are not real, man. Those are not real. Not as real as this. Get the fuck out of my face. And so we need to keep it pushing. We need to keep it pushing. Okay. I don't know what Matt like. I don't know what the fuck niggas is on. I don't know why you're making a racial thing. Reclaiming my time. Yeah. Because black lives matter, sir. Yeah, all lives matter, sir. Every single life matters. White, black, Asian, Professor Negro Butler, 
examples. In 2012, James Holmes entered a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado and opened fire on an audience, killing 12 people and injuring 70. Mr. Holmes was heavily armed with an AR-15, 12-gauge shotgun, and 40 caliber handgun. Yet he was taken into police custody outside of that very same movie theater without incident. Mr. Bongino, James Holmes is white, is that correct? I'm not sure of his background. I don't know James Holmes personally. He's white. 2014, Dylan Roof massacred nine black parishioners at Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston. Mr. Roof was heavily armed with a high-powered Glock, 45 caliber pistol, and 88 rounds. The police somehow arrested Dylan Roof without incident and even treated him to Burger King. Mr. Bongino, Dylan Roof is white. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. So uh, if he's white, that doesn't make him any better or it was an awful thing he did, whether he was white or black. I'm correct. not sure where you were going with this. Dylan Roof was white. And last year, he's awful. In El Paso, Texas, Patrick Crucius killed 23 people and injured dozens during a shooting rampage. He used an AK-47 and was heavily armed. Yet somehow he was arrested without incident. Manchurian candidate. Patrick Crucius was white, is that correct? Sir, I have no idea of his... I don't know his parentage. Uh, he was white. Again, I don't know why you're making a racial Re thing. Reclaiming my... There's nothing to do with race, you stupid pussy-licking bitch. If I know that these pussy-licking bitches are white than everybody else does. If I know that a nigga can murder nine fucking people in a church, no less, in the, in the, the we know it's a fake house of God, but in the house, so-called house of God, what the fuck? And get Burger King after nigga, get the fuck out my face. He would have to be white, you pussy-licking bitch. Even the fucking Muslims, even though these motherfuckers is terrorizing and torturing us over in Arabia and Dubai and all these places that they took over that we once had empires at, you know? He, 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 they they couldn't do that motherfucker you'd have them call the t you're like no like the only person that could do these t this, these types of shit in broad daylight like this is crackazoids okay so time yeah. because black lives matter sir yeah all lives matter sir every single life matters white black professor butler you have heavily armed mass murderers in places like Aurora, Charleston, and El Paso somehow apprehended by police without incident. That's the point, sir. I arrested those people, sir. Innocent, you didn't. Innocent, unarmed African Americans are repeatedly killed in police encounter after police encounter. Fool. Fucking stupid motherfuckers. And that's all we got for today, folks. You know, the solution? We don't, we don't even want a solution. I don't think we're... we're
we're ready for a solution yet. We don't want a solution. Motherfuckers aren't looking for a solution. You're looking for your next meal. You're looking for your next. People are still too, you know, concerned with themselves. And I get it because I don't give a fuck about nobody either. I'm bitch. I'm for myself, by myself. But at the end of the day, I see value in, 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 in a community mindset and in raising a healthy, having a healthy community, stay sustainable. Um, you know, group of motherfucking black people. Like, we need our own shit. We need our own law enforcement systems. We need our own judges. Not our own judges in, in the face of white supremacy, you stupid agent bitches who will say that in our community. No, we need our own system that black people think of in their minds with no white intervention. And then we, uh, we put this plan into action. Okay. We, well, I forgot the word. What is that word? We, we and not, not implicate. Anyway, you know, you put the plan into action and then, you know, build from there. Okay. Build from there. Fuck. And we finna end it. We finna end it on a general set, you know. Motherfucker. Like. Alistair Crowley said himself he sacrificed 150 male children in one year. Just one year. He said that himself. That's how He said that himself. I was watching the documentary yesterday. The nigga said that himself. Nigga made books about how to sacrifice kids. He tried so hard in his life and apparently failed for so long. I'm not sure for how long he failed, but, you know, they're saying he failed for so long and then all of a sudden just started getting it. Like, bitch, get out of my face. Bitch, get out of my face. Sick of you motherfuckers. Black power is kidnap Africans in a lost land renamed America. Okay, we was here before that, but many Africans have been brought here against their will. I support all African people that want to identify with the culture of the old Mecs and the Africans that came here, but they still identified the old Mecs, identified that they was from Africa, okay? We must be an African people. We must reclaim our resources. We must reclaim our spirit and our culture to rise to the place where we need to be. Oh, right, this is your brother, General Sarasu, said he said, hey, arm yourself with knowledge. Bang, Bang on that, that wicked ass beast daily. Liberation through African education and confrontation. Black power. Love y'all. That's right.